0: Steve Gardner from USA Today. And Steve joins us now, of course, one of the great minds in fantasy and runs the League of Alternative Baseball Reality and is one of my competitors in Tout Wars. Steve, thanks for coming on the show.
1: Thank you, Craig. I appreciate it. And good to uh, talk to you on the air again.
0: Oh, I really appreciate you uh, coming on for sure. And um, our friend uh, David Katz says hello. Wanted me to say uh, hello to you here on the air and off. I don't know which one it was, but we'll do it now. Why not? Um,
1: <laughs> Sounds great.
0: Uh Steve so how how are things I know it's been probably about a month since we've talked so how are things going for you in your in your fantasy season thus far
1: Well um the the league that we're in that Tot Wars NL I think uh both of us could use a turbo boost or two um uh, we're sitting there in the uh, the back half of that league but otherwise I'm I'm mostly competitive in in the labor leagues I'm in um in my home leagues uh still in playoff contention uh, the head-to-head leagues that, uh, that those are. And I'm doing really awful in uh, FBI. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, you're going to have some of those leagues, you know, sometimes things break right for you, sometimes they don't. And uh, I guess when you play in enough leagues – You can always make it interesting uh, down to the wire.
0: Yeah, and and I think that's the key, Steve, is that it's uh, it's a long season. You never know how you know. Certainly, things are going to go. Let Let's dive into your transactions for this past week in the leagues that you play in because it's always a Monday, and we have people of uh, you know, kind of like yourself on the air want to get a bead for what you ended up doing. I felt like this was a light week in terms of free agent acquisition budget and in terms of waivers, but everybody's situation is obviously different that they come into. So what did you end up doing this week? Well,
1: um, the, one of the guys I got uh, was in uh, mixed labor. I got Cal Quantrill uh, Ooh, of the San Diego okay. Padres and um, again I've, I've been relatively aggressive in, uh, in most of my leagues this year. I tend to be more aggressive in the um, in the mixed leagues, so I wasn't uh, able to play in the uh, Jordan Alvarez sandbox in uh, in either mixed labor or AL labor um, because I didn't have the uh, the funds to do that. But Cal Quatrell's is an uh, an interesting guy to me. Um, you know, has the major league pedigree. His his dad was a major league pitcher, and although the results haven't been you know superb this season, he's still shown some you know, some some good flashes and the fact that he pitches for the Padres in a decent home park. Um, I, I think that, you know, last couple of times out, he's, he was, he was fine before, uh, you know, he went down to the minors. So I think he's one of those interesting arms that kind of get overlooked when you have, you know, all the big news about Kimbrell and Keuchel who uh, were not available in, uh, in any of the leagues that I was in this week. Um, You kind of have those guys that sometimes fly under the radar, and uh, he was one of those guys. I think he he may have the the Giants this week. I'm not sure, but I I remember he had a a pretty decent um, pitching matchup, so I'm happy to drop him into my
0: lineup. Steve Gardner is with us from USA Today Sports, and Steve and I play in the National League. Steve is actually the defending champion in that league as well, so I want to make sure that we give you your – proper accolades and and proper props and and speaking of which in that league I know that for me it's not going particularly well and Steve not as well for you as it did last year but no fault of your own really I mean how are you supposed to predict at the beginning of the year that Oduble Herrera is going to get suspended I mean that's not something that you knew going into the season and then you kind of in an NL only league have to fight your way around it and find your way around it but you're starting guys like Nick Williams and Para and Lo Castro and if I told you here on June tenth that they would be in your starting lineup in any league, you probably would say, Well, I can't be doing that well in the standings. And that's yeah. kinda of the uh, way it happens.
1: I throw my hands up sometimes. Um but you know that's what happens and you have to work around it. It's tougher though to work around the injuries to like Scooter Jeanette and AJ Pollock and uh and Herrera too, um his situation. It's tougher to work around those when they happen to you. Um, in an only league and uh you know the free agent pool is is not as deep and um i think you know i was i was also banking on Keston Hira and Francisco Mejia to be kind of uh, big contributors um in, in that league they have not really panned out and Hira just got sent back down to the minor leagues which you know was a disappointment to all fantasy owners but not something sure. we should have uh, uh have not expected um, so you know that's that 's one of those things Mike fultonevich, another guy in that league um, did not have the uh, the kind of season he had last year so it's one of those where you just have to work around those and keep trying, um, you know, searching the waiver wire. Pick up the, like, Tim LoCastro is one of the guys, and we're getting way deep into the woods here in, the, in an NL only. But you have to keep searching for those guys and and possibly you hit on somebody. Kyle Freeland was that guy for me last year. And, you know, to get somebody like that off the waiver wire and, and get two-thirds of a season of, of superb pitching, um, those are the kinds of breaks that you have to, uh, you know, you have to have if you're going to win. And those are the guys that you have to keep looking for at this point in the season if if things aren't going well for you.
0: Steve Gardner is with us from USA Today Sports. Steve, in general, seasons when we play this game. And we certainly know that after the summer is over, football comes and people uh, start dropping off. But usually this time of the year, Steve, is real hot because we have those Super 2 call-ups and then we have the trade deadline in July. Do you think that this year is going to be a little bit different with the amount of rookies that we saw called up in May as opposed to what we normally see? Because in general, teams have been just so careful about that service time. But as I look at kids in the minor leagues and, of course, alluding to Alvarez called up this week. call-up this week, I, I simply don't know that it's worth hanging on to any money or even any waiver position unless you're looking at that trade deadline, maybe in a mix in a, a mono league in July. Other than that, are there players that you have that you're rostering or even waiting for to come up at this point?
1: Well, uh, a couple of them uh, I I do have my eye on. You know, we mentioned uh, Alvarez of the Astros. Kyle Tucker is also there at Triple A Round Rock, and he's crushing the ball. Um, and was. Thought of generally is the better prospect. You know, he he came up a little bit last year and was kind of disappointing, but he's crushing it after a slow start this year there in the minors. So I think Tucker could make a difference. The question is again, where's the playing time going to come? You know, is is somebody going to get hurt in that Astros outfield, and uh, where is he going to to fit in if he can? I, I think he could make a difference if he had that opportunity. You look at um, you know guys like uh, Luis Urias in San Diego, who's was sent back down to the minors after starting the, uh, starting the season with the Padres, and he's tearing the ball up at AAA. They could certainly use him, and if the Padres are going to make a, a move and be a potential playoff contender – I think he's a much better player than Ian Kinsler is, for example. Um, I think he will probably end up playing there over Kinsler if uh, push comes to shove and the Padres are in that playoff position. Same sort of thing with Hura coming back up. I think he'd be a better player for them. But um, just both of those teams are keeping their options open right now. I think I look one of the guys that um, is kind of flying a little bit under the radar is Zach Gallen, uh, sure. a pitcher for the, the Miami Marlins. You're probably familiar with him, yeah. and what a great season he's having. I think the Marlins could be a team that, that might have some people, uh, contenders, interested in some of their starting pitchers, uh, trading a couple of them before the deadline, or, or one even. And Zach Gallen has a, a wide-open spot, I think, to come up and, and make a difference in the major league. So there are a handful of those um, those guys lurking out there, but Yeah, generally we'll see a lot of activity at the trade deadline, and if you're in a mono league, you're going to have the Madison Bumgarner probably available. Uh, Who knows what happens with the Washington Nationals. Um, Maybe even the Cleveland Indians decide to sell with uh,
0: Corey
1: Kluber or or, um, Trevor Bauer.
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean, you're right, Steve. I mean, there still is opportunity to be had, and Steve Gardner's with us from USA Today for another minute or two, and then... Steve's got to get back to his day and, and and you know something that another player by the way that we could put in that conversation as far as switching leagues or even a trade and and I'm going to talk about him a little bit later in the show and I want your thoughts because Steve not only do you cover fantasy but you obviously know the game you've been covering baseball for a long time is a uh, 400 home runs for Edwin Encarnacion who really. When we were playing fantasy, Steve, about 10, 15 years ago, and he came up, he had all these high you know, expectations for him as a third baseman, I think coming up with the Cincinnati Reds. That yep. fell flat, and then all of a sudden, he kind of reinvented himself and cultivated a fantastic career. And Steve, he has 20 home runs and winning Carnacion in Seattle on a team that's playing for nothing. My guess is he'll end up with another team in July. He'll be a free agent at the end of this season. But uh, the the two-part question here is, one – is he a decent hold in fantasy now? Do you see him hitting 40 home runs on the season? And number two, from a reality point of view, if Encarnacion plays three or four years, are we talking about him maybe as a Hall of Famer in a few years from now?
1: Interesting questions. Uh, first of all, I think, yes, with the way that home runs are flying out of the ballpark, it's kind of tailor-made for the kind of swing and, and a game that Encarnacion has. So I, I think he certainly is a 40-home run threat. And as you mentioned, a trade chip. Seattle's GM, Jerry DePoto, loves to trade. So I'm sure that uh, he will be fielding offers or or making some of his own before that July 31st deadline. As for his Hall of Fame um, candidacy, I think he ends up sort of, you know, uh, David Ortiz is in the news uh, lately, and and hopefully he'll be okay recovering um, from that uh, shooting last night. But I see them as kind of similar players who, you know, sort of uh, didn't uh, really get started quickly in their careers, but started to have you know, massive power numbers for several years. Ortiz got over 500 home runs, Encarnacion at 400, so he's got a little bit longer of a way to go. Um, but if he can still play you know, another three or four years, I think you know defensively, he's he's not going to be uh, has not been anything special. But we have Edgar Martinez. We're going to have David Ortiz, probably a Hall of Famer in a, in a couple more years. He could certainly Edwin could be right up there with those guys at the at that same sort of level.
0: Yeah, it's interesting, Steve. When it start when you hit 400, that's when the conversation starts. And you and if you consider that if Edwin can be a designated hitter in the American League and and fill out his career. He's never been linked to any steroids or anything like that. So I mean, you compound four years of 20 home runs. I mean, Steve we're we're hitting 500 at that point, you know right. and and so it, exactly. it's I mean it, I mean he really never with one team also there there'll be a lot of things against him. He won't be a first ballot guy, but we're it's it's a conversation to be had eventually. Uh, either way, Steve, always great catching up with you. Thank you so much for participating in in my show. I look forward to having you on as often as we possibly can. You do a great job over at USA Today and and running labor, and I look forward to catching up with you again soon. Thanks for spending some time with me today. I appreciate it.
1: Thanks so much, Craig. Always a pleasure.